Inside Life, a story of crime, punishment, and redemption by Crispus Taylor. My story isn't an easy one to tell. I had to go through hell to get to this point. And the sad thing is, my journey is nowhere near being over. I don't know what the future holds for me and now for my family. I am not a quitter, usually. But I have only tried to quit once. Well, it had been once, but technically I tried five times in the span of four days to end my life for fear of going back to prison. Understand what prison is. It is a place made intentionally to hold you in place. Restrict your freedom? That is hell to me. For me, a military dependent, my father taking us to far-flung places on the globe, well, I had movement in my blood. My body had a rhythm to it. Prison seeks to destroy that. And for a time, it did die. I had lost my groove. And that was hell to me. I remember standing in the dank showers at the end of a cell block, looking down into the drain. To see this every day, nothing changing, just everything stays the same. That was hell to me. That is what the spread of mass incarceration promises, hell, nothing changing, everything being the same. Stop that. It was easy to get scrapped into that net. The system spreads its net pretty wide since it never knows what really is out there in that big sea of humanity. There are so many people out there, over 8 billion of us. Whoa. And what are we doing with our lives? Are we living all the way high or are our lives so low and mean that we would take any job just to make a paycheck? <clears throat> it saddens me that I get to miss out on a life following behind the certainty that I'm getting a paycheck next week. Yep. I just direct deposit it. I don't even have to worry about getting paid. I just swipe my card and it spins. If I'm bored, I go lose myself in weed and then I'll blow some time off. So I felt like I could not go back into the workforce. I had to start my own business and that's what I did. I try to raise awareness about those that are still in prison, how they have been forgotten. They don't have to be. And if you happen to have to go back, then we can help you get the legal help you need through Legal Shield. We all know that sometimes we might go back, but what if we had a lawyer working for you when you need them most? Right there on the side of the road, ID out, hands shaking on the wheel, but you got to be cool, brother, sister. What's crazy? You know you ain't got nothing. They just tripping since they already ran your tags anyway. They know you a felon to them, an ex-felon to you. But they them boys, and here we trying to be men. So one night, right after I dropped off a homeless couple's things to them at a very seedy looking motel, off independence 
I notice a cop, a city cop, hidden in some shadows thrown by a broken street light. Man, I saw him coming for before he even came for me. I don't know why the next things happened, but I swear it did. I looked into my rearview mirror. I watched as a cop car pulled quickly out of the shade of the broken street lamp. I eyed him as he sped. No, not sped. Creeped up fast behind me. I didn't panic. I pulled over. And I waited on his next move. Check. He stopped quickly. He flipped the lights. No sirens. He thought he had me. He pulled in behind me. He comes up to my window, driver's side. I already had my license, insurance, and an attitude ready for him. He asked me, having car problems? No. I pulled over because I saw you behind me. And I just thought we'd get this out the way before you try to stalk me up the road. I'm not interested. So why don't we just get this over right now? I said. He looks at me. Is this Negro crazy? Now, he didn't say that, and he really didn't look like he thought that, but I couldn't help but wonder, why else did he pull me over? Was he looking for a crazy Negro? But he recovers, and he walks back to his patrol car. I watch him. I also notice another patrol car materialize mysteriously. Damn, he wasn't there. Then I blinked, and he crept up slow. He just popped up. I couldn't help but smirk. Damn, that dude's sneaky. Soon that other patrol car door opened. He comes back to my driver's side window. He hands me my ID back. I take it. He tells me that I'm free to go. I said, Why did you follow me? He sputtered. He didn't have a ready answer. So I probed further. Why did you harass me by following behind me? You didn't pull out of your hiding spot until you saw me pull out of the motel. Did you pull me over because I'm black, officer? He backed up, nervous. I'm not lying. Watch the police video. Independence Police Department. I pulled over near the Sports Stadium Motel at 9803 East U.S. Highway 40, Independence, Missouri, 64055. Anyway... I had asked him why he decided to follow me. He finally broke bad and he told me he saw me twice pull out the sports stadium motel at two something in the morning. I waited patiently for him to finish talking nonsense. I listened to him tell me that he thought that was suspicious. I nodded. Then I said, so you were profiling me? He said, no, I didn't argue. Instead, while I didn't have to explain myself to him since, remember, I had been free to go. But I wasn't ready to go until he knew the reason I had to go twice to this motel. First, I'll admit to being scared. This homeless guy I had at my house and my wife scared, well, the guy is huge. But I let him and his wife stay in my house because of a misunderstanding. Long story always gets longer. This is the short version. I wanted to get their stuff back to them and out of our lives, mine and my wife's. So yes, I did go to the CD motel in my VW Jetta at two something in the morning. 
He responded, that motel is known for prostitution and drugs. I said, really? Or something like that. He didn't listen to me. So I just saved my breath and just to get him moving, I told the officer, I guess you're just doing your job. Y'all have a good night. But I really didn't mean it. I went home. When I got there, I went open my back door behind my driver's seat. My pound of cush stank. I smirked. 